Welcome to The Way the World Works, where the trusted team behind the Tuttle Twins books tackles current events, hot topics, and fun ideas to help your family find clarity in a world full of confusion. Hey, Brittany. Hi, Connor. What do you think of when I say the name Tesla? I think you know. (laughs) (laughs) I think of one of our favorite guys uh, who, even though he's causing a storm right now. I still love him. Elon Musk. I think of a car. I don't even, I think of Elon Musk and his company Tesla and specifically his very cool cars, which I think you have one now, don't you? I do. I love my Tesla. And <laughs> I am, I am not a car person. Um, so I, I don't really care about the electric vehicle. I'm not like an environmental weirdo that like, you know, oh, climate change. I, I am a tech guy. I love gadgets. And so the Tesla, to me, it's like an iPhone on wheels. Like, it's just this really high, t- like, I don't know, it's, it's amazing. Plus, I drive really fast, and so that's nice, too. But uh, <laughs> you're right. Most people, when, when you say Tesla, you think of Elon Musk, you think of the, of the car. And, you know, Elon and, and, you know, the early founders naming the company Tesla was not an accident. It was, it was named after a brilliant scientist I mean, like legitimately brilliant, scary, brilliant scientist mm-hmm. um, and engineer. His name was Nikola Tesla. And uh, so we're going to talk a little bit about him today. Maybe those of you listening have never heard of Tesla, but you see his influence in a lot of things that you're familiar with today. So, for example, every time you use a radio or you get an x-ray at the doctor's office or you see a neon light uh, even when you use electricity, uh, you have Tesla to thank in part. Uh, you won't, you know, see his name attached to any of these inventions if you Google it. You know, Tesla didn't actually invent these things, but without him, a lot of these things, you know, can't really be created. Even though he lived 160 years ago, and the sad part I think is, even though he was a genius, uh, one of the one of the challenges for Tesla is he never really got the credit he deserved for all his inventions. So here's a guy who was born in 1856 in Europe in a place called Croatia. And his mom, like him, was actually an inventor. And so he got his love of inventing from his mom, you know, problem solving, trying to discover new ways of of doing things. His mom was always inventing like fun little gadgets, like a mechanical egg beater. Have you ever used one of those from like decades ago? Have you ever done that? Yeah, yeah, like it's like a little crank. Yep. <laughs> yeah, they're super awkward, you know, but she kind of like invented one of these. And his dad uh, actually wanted him to become a priest just like he was. So he had kind of these competing uh, influences from, from mom and dad. But he went off to study uh, science uh, instead. So I think then he gets into his 20s. Britt, you take it from there to tell a little bit about him. Yeah. So when he's 28, he worked for some sort of, I can't remember what it was. So yeah, when he's 28, he moves to the United States because in America, it was like a, like an inventor, like people were, I'm trying to think like a renaissance for inventors. Like I don't know why I say inventor. I've never said it like that before. Inventors. Um, and that was when he started working with a very famous American inventor called Thomas Edison. So Thomas Edison, you're probably taught all through school, you know, is, is the guy who invented the light bulb. He's credited for modern electricity. And he has some very great contributions. But once you learn about Tesla, you always like end up not thinking Edison is as cool as you used to. Maybe, I don't know, maybe it's just me, but that's what most people say because people don't talk about Tesla. And I think his his stuff was so much cooler. 
So, okay. So he moves to America. He's 28. He starts working with Edison. And the two eventually get in a disagreement. And it's funny because you see this a lot with two, like, when somebody goes and studies with someone, even if it's, like, a, a famous philosopher they loved and then they go become, like, like an apprentice under them or you have these inventors where there ends up being this disagreement where they butt heads over something. Mm-hmm. And so you have somebody who's so excited to work with someone that maybe they've kind of idolized. And then it, it turns out that like the teacher and the mentor end up turning against each other. And that is exactly what happened here. So there were two inventions and Edison had created what's called a direct current and Tesla had invented what was called an alternating current. So we're going to, I'm going to pause it here and I'm going to say, what is a current? Um, and a current, and it, I'm going to preface this by saying this definition is probably not going to help you, but we're going we're <laughs> to get there. A current is a rate at which electrons flow past a point in a complete electrical circuit. If you were like me and you heard that and we're still like, yeah, that that doesn't really help me at all. It's just <laughs> like how, are, how electricity is being used, basically. There's yes. different ways to use electricity. How it's used, how it flows, and also how quickly it flows is another another big part of that. So, okay, so there's this this debate over what the best current is. And this became such a thing in the scientific community. They've actually, they were calling it the war of current or the current wars and war of currents, war of current, current wars. So um, everybody's got their own opinion on this. So Edison, he invented something, uh, I think the direct current, and he used that for his lamp, but it was weak. It wasn't nearly as strong as the one Tesla invented. And it didn't travel long distances. So it, it had a very short like shelf life. So a lamp was pretty close. It could light a lamp, but even then it was pretty weak. But so Tesla comes up with this alternate current and it was so much stronger and it could go so much further, which is going to come into play when you hear about what he did with like radio waves and things like that. Thomas Edison's current would never have been able to go that far. It just wasn't strong enough. So eventually Tesla, he stops working with Edison because he's like, all right, we're never going to agree and I'm ready to start my own company. Um, which is always where good inventions come from. You know, it's always when you see like some really good innovation coming. So he starts what's called the Electric Light Company. And he has, um, he's got kind of a, a, what do they call him? A patron. He's got another wealthy guy funding him. So at this point, it's, it's Tesla being funded by this other guy. I think his name is Westinghouse or Westingate. And then you have Edison. And uh, Tesla and Edison are now working against each other, competing to provide America with energy. And again, we talk about how great competition is. Like, imagine you're in what, by this time, it's probably late 1800s. You don't have, you've never seen electricity like we have today. And now you have two like kind of crazy inventors competing to bring you the coolest technology ever. Like, not too bad, right? <laughs> like, pretty cool situation. So in 1893, Tesla is what they call an AC electrical system, not air conditioning, different. AC um, electrical system was picked over Edison's at the world's, uh, it was like a big scientific exposition in Chicago. So this was a huge win for Tesla. Like, like He's thinking like, all right, Edison, you were my teacher, but guess who just won this round? And then things kind of turned sour for him for a second because the guy who was funding all his work ran out of money. And so Tesla was kind of desperate at this point. And so he had to sell his patent to the AC electrical system. And Connor, it's funny, over the last couple episodes, I think the word patent has come up a few times. So I'm going to kick it to you to tell us what a patent is. Yeah, we probably haven't defined it super well. So a patent is, uh, there's a law in um, the United States government where when you invent something, you can apply for a patent. And what that means is, uh, the government, if they verify that 
you've truly created this thing for the first time, like you're the inventor or the creator, then basically you get to be the only one. You kind of get a monopoly where if anyone else tries to copy you or steals your you know, designs or your plans or whatever and does it themselves, then you could sue them and you would win and they would have to pay you money because you were like the first one to, um, to create the patent. Now, patents can be, I don't know, they can be good if limited, but they also become super, super silly. Uh, like people patent yes. the most silliest of things. And so uh, this is also called intellectual property sometimes um, uh, where, you know, your property is like the, the thoughts you have, like that you've, you've figured out, hey, I figured out a new way of doing this, you know, creating this widget. Well, great. But if someone else came up with that same way of doing it independently, you're, you're saying that the government would now punish them just because you happen to be first. Um, and, and so there's a lot of controversy here, but, but patents have been around since, you know, the beginning of America, other countries have them too. And it really is just like this, basically it's a certificate, a piece of paper that says, you know, we recognize that in this case, you, Nikola Tesla, you know, are the inventor of this and here's your patent. And then for, you know, a number of decades, it, it protects the person who holds the patent as being the only one who's allowed to produce that thing. Um, and if others want to do it, they have to, you know, pay you money to, to do it. Yeah, that's it. it I, I like what you said that it's silly because it literally is a piece of paper that's like, I did this first. And it's not even necessarily that you did it first. It's it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. But uh, Kanye, I want to take it from here and talk about what what he did next. Yeah, the um, <laughs> it was like a year after this happened, I think that uh, Tesla was still having some success. It's it's 1896 and Tesla created the world's first hydroelectric power plant, hydroelectric power plant. So generating electricity using water. And he was using it for the city of Buffalo, New York. And so Tesla started construction of a wireless broadcasting system, a tower on Long Island, New York, to connect telephone and telegraph services. So basically, you know, people sending communications over wires, um, right? Whether through like Morse code, you know, with a telegraph or with sound with the telephone. And, uh, and so he was also trying to set it up to be able to broadcast images you know, reports, weather information, all wirelessly. And the challenge for Tesla was he always seemed to, I guess, run into bad luck. He had his research stolen by other scientists who claimed it was their own. Uh, Tesla found out who had done it. It was a scientist named Marconi. He thought about suing him. Uh, but at that point, it didn't really matter. The entire country was praising Marconi for his you know, long distance radio transmission and supporting him now against Tesla, even though he stole this stuff from Tesla. I mean, could you imagine how terrible that would feel your, your life work? You know, you know that you're pioneering these things, you're inventing these things, have someone else steal it from you, pretend it was all theirs. And then everyone believes it and is now supporting that guy like that. That would just be so defeating. How would you feel about that, Britt? I would be, and this probably says more about things that I need to fix in my own life, but I would be so mad. Like that's one of these things where I would want everyone to know how unjust the situation was. Thank goodness right. they didn't have social media back then. Can you imagine just like tweeting, tweeting it? Really? What is his name? Macaroni Marconi just being like, <laughs> you liar. But the sad thing is, is that Tesla's story 
didn't really have a happy ending after this, which makes me sad. And I feel like this sometimes happens a lot with these really brilliant men. So um, he had over 800 different patents and he died without a penny to his name. Just completely Mm. poor. Nothing, nothing. Um, And his own community had turned against him. So the public was praising other people for his work. You know, Edison's making history for these accomplishments that aren't really they're good but they're nothing like his right yeah he he lit a lamp awesome but here tesla's like oh let me like create the technology that was gonna pave way for the radio and all this stuff and he ended up getting really sad which can you blame him i would have gotten really sad too and so he ends up spending most of his life and his time just alone right but he didn't stop inventing in fact spending all this time alone he was just filling all these notebooks and different diaries with all these ideas and it was just crazy And today, actually, really smart scientists are still trying to test all the theories that he left behind in these books. Mm. And finally, many of them are being proven to be like true or plausible. I don't like saying anything is true with science because everything in science is is always being tested. And so they're proving themselves to be to be very valid. But um, so he died in 1943, which is crazy because that doesn't feel like that long ago. 1943 at 86 years old and so wow. it's, it's really a devastating story but connor i wanted to throw it to you and ask you you know obviously elon musk named the company after him um what do you think that would have meant to tesla or what do you think that the mm-hmm. the implications for like the what that means well like the idea that you could use electricity to power a vehicle for hundreds of miles you know or now trucks, you know, like a Tesla, uh, you know, a little while back released this uh, video of this massive truck just on, you know, batteries and electricity. Like I, I, Tesla, what, what's interesting is a lot of inventors are often poor business people, you know, and I think that's what Tesla uh, himself suffered from a little bit, too. Um, and uh, we talked, you know, episodes back about Montessori, right? And similar things. She was great with this idea of the schools, but horrible at running a business. I, I think this is kind of a common trend where these highly innovative people, if they don't have like the right partners to help with all like the business side of things, right? They're, they're creators. They're brainstorming new things. And, you know, and so it's so sad that uh, things happen the way it did for Tesla. But what I really like uh, and I mentioned this on a, a episode, uh, one or two ep- uh, episodes ago, when I was teasing about Tesla, is I really like that uh, Elon and his team have basically opened up the patents for these cars, you know. And and I don't know if they did that because you know of Tesla himself and kind of that you know perspective and experience that uh, that the individual had. But it's really cool that here's this company named after him, and it's dealing with electricity and. Uh, innovation and all this stuff. And they've basically said, look, we don't want to protect this with the government and punish you if you try and do electric cars like ours. Instead, because we want to further humanity and make progress and everything, we will give you the designs and any companies like that's just so rare and unheard of. And so I think it's super cool uh, that Tesla is, is doing it today. And I really like what you said, Brittany, that like scientists today are still, you know, proving some of these facts and learning that what he was doing was brilliant and he was a man ahead of his time. Um, so it's just, he's a super cool guy to, to learn about these, these people who were just like super, super bright. He was one of them. Fascinating life. So many cool things. Um, so yeah, little homework assignment for all you out there. There's, there's biographies. There's, you know, go read the Wikipedia page. There's YouTube videos about the guy. He's worth spending some time learning a little bit more about because he didn't, doesn't get and never got the credit that he deserves 
um, and he's someone that I think would be worth learning about. So tuttletwins.com slash podcast. Guys, make sure you're subscribed. If you're not, share it with a friend. Leave us a review. Tell the world how much you enjoy learning the way the world works. Brittany, thanks as always. And until next time, we'll catch you later. Talk to you soon. You've been listening to The Way the World Works. Make sure your family is subscribed and check out TuttleTwins.com for more awesome content.